This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. With Andy Hart. No, that's a really interesting point. Andy. This yeah, microphone great. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. And Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Hannibal. Mister. Dot Commer on weei.com. Super Bowl edition of the Off Day Podcast. Podcast. Except we're not in Miami. Off to a great start. But we're not in Miami, so we can afford some hiccups. Uh, not so Super Bowl edition, based on your open. It is the Super Bowl week, though. Would you like to be there? Yes. Why? Because it's a nice week. Like, there's stuff going on. You get the media party. You get mm, this year. Parties. This year, you get Miami. Nice Bet weather. The parties are better, too, since it's the 100th. Oh, you think they're going all out? I, would I think. mean, they go all swag. Bet you there's some decent swag making the rounds based on the 100th. Atlanta was okay. I don't really remember. I did see a big thing of paella that uh, I did. Somebody Bolin tweeted out. That was kind of gross. Well, I'm not real. Like, there's a limit to size of food, like, oh, that burger. like, And then you right. cross a line where it's gross. It's stupid. Right. And I don't need 17,000 gallons of paella. Agreed. I'd rather you make me some good paella. Because i got to think when you make it in that grand. Probably not that great. No. Nah, no. Either something's burnt because it's too close to the thing, not cooked in the middle, not cooked, whatever. No thanks. All right. Let's get into, I guess, Brady. That's going to start the You're conversation. Brady, huh? It's dominated the conversation at the Super Bowl. It's dominated really the conversation here. Are you at- sick of it yet? Kind of. I'm kind of on the edge. Well, I got some takes on... I was listening to our friends at OMF coming in, and they were kind of pushing me to my uh, limit on Tom Brady. The problem with it is, like, everyone has, like, a small tidbit of news, and it gets made into this big thing, and... But does anybody have any news? No. What's the news? The The news is Tom Brady has played for the Patriots for two decades. For the first time in his career, he's going to be a free agent. He certainly looks like he wants to head towards free agency because, to me, maybe the best quote so far came from Charles, whatever his middle name is, Weiss. Charlie? Yeah. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Why is he a free agent? Right. Because he wanted to be. Right. Now, you could counter-argue that with it was just leverage. Right. I want them to think I want to go to free agency because we're negotiating leverage. Right. But at this point, all signs point to him going to free agency. Other and than that, the odds and the speculation, the odds came out, sort of. Right. Um, DraftKings put out odds with the Patriots as the favorite. They're heavy favorites. Heavy too. favorite. Well, I think you have to do that. Right. Um, but I also found it interesting. More interesting than the actual odds at the top of the list, I found the bottom of the list odds. They actually put out odds for all 32 teams, so... 
him going to Kansas City, there's odds on that. Just, that's just how it works. You know what would be great? Well, not be great. <laughs> what would be great? Hypothetically speaking, again, not great. Not what I'm rooting for because I really like both guys, but this guy yeah. in particular. What if Garoppolo had like a serious season-ending injury in the Super Bowl? So he's out for a year. Brady goes to San Francisco. I, forget, I think I was on with Mark James and he brought that up as a possibility. That would be fun. Or Kansas City, same thing. Say Mahomes gets a major injury and Andy Reid goes, I'll well, take him for a Mark, year. Mark James actually made up or brought up is just if Garoppolo like has a mediocre Super Bowl. No, that's stupid. I that, that's stupid. Agreed. I'm talking about one of them, Robert Edwards-like knee injury. They're right. done for at least a year, maybe two, and Brady is the, wow, we're, we're well, a Super Bowl team. Hopefully that, has, go back. hopefully that doesn't happen. No, I don't want that to happen, but... I just talked myself into why there could be odds for teams like the Chiefs and the Niners and the Packers and all those teams at the bottom. Would you agree that the consensus in New England, at least, is that he's sort of they're preparing from the go? Like, I'm on fans. Um, No. No? No. I think there's a lot of people that you talk about it. I can tell you on weekends with the aforementioned uh, Dumas. Maybe maybe it's the weekends has him coming back and during the week. There's a lot of people that are like, he's not going anywhere. Well, I get that on Twitter, too. All the calls he had last night were basically he's gone. Yeah, I wouldn't read. A, I wouldn't read too much just in the callers. That's a very small portion. I think most people presume and assume that he's coming back. That's over both of us. And I think they're going to get uh, an absolute kick in the cojones if at some point on March 18th, 19th, 20th, whenever it comes, breaking news, Tom Brady has signed with dot, dot, dot. I think there are a lot of fans in New England that are going to react very emotionally and be stunned. Well, see, that's where I was going with my theory is that fans are sort of preparing for him to leave. So they're in their heads, they're telling themselves that he's gone. So if he stays with the Patriots, they get you know a reboost of energy. And if he goes, they go, oh, we knew he was going to go. Uh, so you think it's sort of psychology yes. on themselves. They're, yes. That would be very Fred Kirsch, my former boss. Mentally preparing himself right. so that when it happens, he's prepared. If it doesn't happen, he's happy. And that came to me because we had a caller last night on Monday night who said that he bet through one of the apps, DraftKings or whatever, that Brady would not play for the Patriots next year. Because he said, I'm a win-win. If, if he if he goes play somewhere else, I win money. If he saves with the Patriots, I'm happy. So you can do that and just take the field? That was one of the, yeah. Hmm. wonder what the field pays. It, it wasn't great. It was, well, it shouldn't be. It was like plus 120. It was like minus 300 for him to return and then plus 120. Interesting. I mean, why would you? You'd probably take that regardless because of the value. But. Interesting. Um, yeah. But I mean, everybody has an opinion. Every you know, from Namath to well, United, that's the, part the Gronk can, opinion. I that's think the was part the most where interesting. Where you could get annoyed with is because everyone that has an opinion gets turned into this big thing. Well, they're allowed to have opinions. It's sports. That's what we do. No, I'm not My saying the issue shouldn't. is when people like Glenn Ordway, when everybody's bringing up places he could go, just shreds that place. Why it's a dumbass idea? Why would Tom Brady want to go to X Y Z Q R T? And then he goes. You know, the place he should come back to, the most obvious place if he wants to win, is New England. Why? There's as many questions in New England as there is with a lot of teams. Sort of. No, no, not sort of. There is. No, like, do you, you think that the Patriots are, are in a better spot than the Raiders? No, I don't, necessarily. Why? Well, I do, because of right. Bill Belichick. It's the only reason. But, that's the, but if that's, Tom that's, hates that's Bill a... Belichick, that's not a pro for him. If the only reason to come back is Bill Belichick's hard-ass ways, that's not a pro. But it's not, but like... Because I think New England has as many questions as anybody as coaches and players disperse. But, you, you, but you're just in the same breath. You're saying that they're the favorite for him to come back to. 
Um, yeah. Because that was, that was my next developing opinion is that, like, he can say all the stuff that he wants. He can do all this with. I you wish know, he would say something. The house. He can, you know, do the. Well, they already the, moved out, the right? Real they moved estate. out during the he season. He can do the um, cleaning out the locker if you want to. Not the locker, the suite. If you want to do the, the fr- no franchise tag. Like, he's laying the lines for him to do it, but will he actually do it? And that's oh, the wait, thing that. Some of those are different. You can want to be have the right to not be franchised, and that's just pure negotiation. That's fine. Sure. Moving your family is not negotiating. If it is, you're an a-hole of a father. If you used your children I'm and family as pawns, you are a bigger a-hole than everyone. But I'm not saying it's, it's negotiating. I'm just saying, like, in his then mind. Then he moved for a reason. Right. In his mind right now, maybe he wants to leave, but then come. I think he's, the, it was obvious. It was, but then he was he, done in Boston. But then when he he's actually. He's not laying down roots in Boston. Get over it, people. Sure, but that's but that could be part of that's where he wants to go after his career. So naturally, when he's forty-two years old, he wants a plan for the future, no matter See, where he's playing. Again, I don't. It, I'd like to think he's a good father. I don't know whether he's a good father or not because I don't know these people personally. You read the but, stories about him and the parents of the hockey players. They love them as a father. Oh, that's fine. I don't believe people. Okay. I mean, there's plenty of people I found out in this world of sports that are effing frauds. I hear lots of stories, and then you find out every effing story is false. Sure. So I don't believe anything. But if he's a good father, then they are not really tied into. Then I would say he's a being a good father. Why? Because the kids are about to hit the formative years of school, the formative years of let's lay down roots. Here's where you're going to be for seventh grade, right. eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. That's We're not bouncing around. But that's why it could still be he could do that, but still have in mind he could play in New England. That's what I thought he was doing in Greenwich, Connecticut, right. laying down roots. Right. And commuting that's somewhere. Probably, that's probably what he's doing. And he's commuting somewhere. Right. I've said that all along. The house is irrelevant because right. unless he's here, he's commuting. Whether it's, and I hate to say this now, a helicopter commute to Foxborough that we've talked about or a slightly longer commute with a private jet. Or it's a, commuting. Or it's a live there for. But know. even then, he, I'm saying he's commuting. He'd leave Sunday night after the game and come back Wednesday morning. Something right. like that. The right. Roman Pfeiffer plan. Which I don't think is in play. Why? Mutt and I got in a huge debate over that. You Why? Re- you really think that an uh, NFL team would sign up for that? Yeah. I think they'd sell their soul for it. But you think Why that, not? You think it'd be successful? I have no like, idea. But look at how Brady struggled to connect with younger players and new receivers here. How right, but you can always argue that. He and Nikhil Harry might have had 1,000 yards if he went to OTAs. You can't sure. prove that one way or the other. Nikhil Harry could have slow feet and is injury prone, right? Like Mutt said that like he, they could FaceTime and get the same value out of that. That's stupid. Right. But so, he's like, Tom Brady. How far in are you? What What are you willing to do? Are you willing to take Roger Clemens and Junior Seau midseason? Would you do that for anybody? No, right. you wouldn't. Right. So you make concessions. You decide what's in the best interest of your team, and you make a pro column and a con column. The pro column, I have Tom Brady. He plays every week. The con column, I don't have Tom Brady at my Tuesday meeting or right. whatever. Right. You, you weigh that out and decide, is Tom Brady better than Carr? Let's say it's Vegas. Sure, yeah. Okay, so he's better. Right. So I have to take, as Mike Reese once famously wrote about Malcolm Butler, when you take a player into your team, you take everything that comes along with that player. Sure. Part of that for Tom Brady is a family and a... If he wants that, like he... Yeah, he, I have no idea. Right. My guess is he will. He's done it here. I can tell you for a fact there are times he doesn't get on the Patriots plane and fly back to New England with the oh, team. Oh, yeah, no. And it's been going on for years. Yeah, there are even um, the... When they lost the... Um, Hail Mary in Miami, the Miracle Miami. He didn't fly back with the team. Giselle, oh, yeah. Giselle was it's there. Been it's been somewhat regular for, I would dare say, in my estimate, eight years. Something like that. I'm throwing a number out there. But, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's been a long it's effing a time. Occurrence. Again, this is where I tell you that what you think about people isn't always true. I think some people would say, oh, really? He doesn't always fly back on the plane? 
He's just one of the guys, though. He's, 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 he's employee, employee number, number 12. 12. The F he is. Has never been for about 18 years and won't be as long as he's anywhere else. Where, where else did you want to go with, with Brady discussion? You had uh, Oh, you mocked of... me when I did a rundown. Now no, you're going to lean I on my rundown? Wa- I want to make sure you get to everything Gronk. you wanted to talk about. The most about. telling quotes of the week came from Gronk. Why? See, I actually don't think they're telling. Like, what was he going to say? You think he would? I think, think Gronk wants him to pursue free agency. Why? Because he wanted to. No, because he hates Bill Belichick. I think he hates him. I think he you hated think the end does? of his time here in New England. I don't. He can say anything he wants positive. He did not have fun. He said it mis- about being miserable. Remember he did that Fox thing? Was it a halftime or... He did a Fox analytical piece about being miserable and how, like, he had to so get used to it where you win a game. And it's like, you're not allowed to be happy. You're not allowed to celebrate. You're not allowed to have I don't fun. Think, I remember that. I don't think he used the yeah. word miserable. Close. Whatever. Okay. No, Brady was miserable. He was 8-0 and and miserable. Sorry. That was Brady. I, right. I confused my miserable superstar Hall of yeah, Fame goats. I'm, I'm the miserable. Most miserable 8-0 quarterback in the history of the National Football League. Right. I think Gronk was very telling in that he's telling Tom, you, you earned this. Don't let that jackal keep you restrained in New England for year 21 and year 22. If you have any interest, see what's out there. There may be more fun out there. There may be more opportunities to win out there. This isn't the only place you can win. You know how I know that? Why? Because we're sitting in this studio. Why are we sitting in this studio? I don't know. Why are we? Because the Super Bowl is in Miami and the Patriots aren't in it. I know where you're going. Oh, there are other teams out there. Patriots not the only place you can win a Super Bowl. Sure. It's a good place. It's been a good place for two decades. Maybe the grass is greener. So, but the so everything you've said so far in this podcast has been anti-returning to the Patriots. Why do you think it still happens? Because I need I reflect on three podcasts ago. He wusses out in the end, and he's afraid to but jump. That, that's my thing too. It's, it's like he's going to have a Until hard time push him. when it comes to signing. I think the they're going to push him, and he's going to snap. Who? You ever seen falling down? Who's going to push him? The Patriots. Like who? Who? Bill Belichick. Kraft is he involved? Kraft is not pushing anything. No. No. I think Kraft, Robert Kraft wants him back, would take him back in a heartbeat, and would give him a palatable contract so, for both so sides. So you don't think that Kraft's going to walk down to Bill and, or, or get them together and say, look, we need to go. So you think Kraft is going gonna, is gonna to be the one who wusses out in the end? Because right now, no, it kind of feels don't. like Kraft has allowed Robert, I mean, has allowed Bill to, to lead the negotiation. I, I think that's be the, the case, point, man. But I think that Robert is going to come in and say, is going to sort of be the moderator and facilitate the conversation. I don't think there is one then. No. Unless he overrules Bill, I don't think there's a facilitation, if that's a word. You don't, You think, okay, then maybe if Robert knows they're going to meet, then there's no need to I be. Mean, if- I can tell you what I would do if I was Robert Kraft, overrule Bill. What, are you going to leave, Bill? Good luck. Oh, wait, I forgot. Bill, I meant to go back in my safe and show you something. This what, What's on this line here? Because it looks like Bill Belichick signed this document. Well, okay, so you'll coach here or you'll coach nowhere else. I don't think Bill would have threatened to leave. Wait, I thought he wanted out. After Garoppolo. According to who? Uh, Gary Tangway. And how much stock are you putting into that? Uh, I love Tanger. I'm still waiting to hear back from me. He's supposed to be giving me Celtics tickets. <laughs> oh, keep, keep waiting. <laughs> Let me know when that phone rings. Uh... I, I, I don't think that Bill... I think Bill... We said this before. Bill recognizes he has a boss. He realizes that Robert Kraft is the boss. Oh, I don't know about boss. that. Yeah, he does. Bill thinks he rules the world. Um, No, with the Patriots... Why Bill... are you waving behind me? The Big O, your, your friend from this podcast. Oh, Big O. Yeah, I didn't want to listen to you talk about Brady today. <laughs> you re- you really don't think that Bill realizes that he has a boss and sort of – and there are some big decisions like this one that maybe he can't be the only guy. Bill said it himself at the end of the year press conference. This is a, There are multiple people involved in this. Well, that was a don't blame me. 
But would you agree though that that's he's no? Of, I think he, he. I think he, he thinks realizes his way is the right way, and it should be done my way. But he also realizes there's a, ch- a possibility that Robert gets involved, and he's sort of preparing himself for that and putting putting that out there that hey, look, if if Tom comes back and it goes wrong, it wasn't all on me. This was a joint thing. This was this wasn't all me. Yeah, you could also say he was putting it out there. If Tom leaves, it wasn't all me. Trying to blame others that probably didn't have much to do with it. That's fair too. I think that that was muddying the water. But then it also comes back. That was to, trading Jimmy for seventeen players. But it also comes back to what you said too. That even though it's Bill's decision, it's ultimately Robert's decision because he oh, he allowed always. Bill to make it. Correct. I, yeah, I've been consistent that all along. When uh, Tom's dad told Karen Garigian, whatever Bill decides, nope. If Bill decides, Robert has already decided. He predates that decision. It's like pre-approval for a loan when you go get a mortgage, right? You right. go out there, you, you already have it in your back pocket. He already has Robert's approval in his back pocket if he's allowed to make the decision. Right. But I, I just, I, I mean, I have no idea. No one does. The beauty of this, that's why it's such a good talk radio, bar room, whatever, write a column, it's different the next day type of story. No one has any idea. No. Because Brady has done nothing to enlighten anyone. We will get, a, I'm not saying we'll get actual news, but Brady will talk at the Super Bowl. Sunday is Super, so, Super Bowl Sunday with Jim Gray. He's talked for every effing week forever and said nothing. I, I'm just saying. You want he him tweaks to... the same nothing comment. Who knows? Maybe he'll maybe, maybe, approach maybe, this maybe like he'll I've always approached di- everything. Maybe he'll have a different answer come well, Sunday. I wish he would. Me too. Just say I'm hitting free agency. Or or I'm committing to see, talking or to other teams. I'll do what I need to do with the Patriots. Right. Something. Like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like Breeze. Breeze said... Um, I need like a month or something. But he said, I'm either going to be a saint or nothing. He, right. he basically said that. Right. He could say that. That would, And that's part of why no one cares about Drew Brees as much. Correct. He said he's going to be a saint or nothing. So he either retires, or if you listen to Dale Arnold, he's going to the Chargers to be the face of the franchise. But he either retires or he goes back to the Saints. Right. right? So it's not as exciting. It's not as sexy. There's not this intrigue. There's not 11 teams. There's not odds. Right? Correct. I guess there's probably odds. Does he go back to the Saints or does he retire? Yeah, but there's that's no multiple the bet. Teams. That's not a fun bet. So before we move on, has your opinion changed? No, he wusses out in the end. Okay. I think he wants to leave. I think it's very. I think this is. Um, you know how like they have those big long bridges over the chasms with the ropes and they're yeah. shaky, and then there's like a piece missing. Yeah. That's what he's on right now to leave. Does he have the balls to keep walking and get to the other side? Right. And I think Robert plays a role in that maybe a little but then i think bill and giselle pushing him and the people around So you him. think giselle wants him to leave uh i do i've to never been a giselle retire. person i've never been a giselle person okay. i don't like her okay. like i've never liked the whole oh i taught my kid to go to the bathroom at six months and everyone should breast free feed keep your mind to yourself you can do whatever you want but why is a person who makes her living just standing in front of a camera not thinking at all telling me how to raise my kids don't. I've never liked her. Okay. You know, jetting around to Costa Rica every time she can and then telling me to use, like, less toilet paper and less right. lights. And right. You were a hypocrite. Sure. But I think she's spicy. Of course she I think is. she's vindictive. I think she's a businesswoman. And I think she's loyal. And I think all those in a concoction, you could see her get fired and be like, bleep it, Tom. Let's, let's, no, you're not, you're not chickening out this time, Tom. Let's yeah. go. And, and I would love that. I would love that. If she, what if she would have like his whole Instagram rant? Like it's about oh, time he. I leaves. would love it. Well, her, the way she'll do it, it'll be like veiled. Sometimes you need to unchain yourself from right. the devil or something, right, right, and you're right, like, right, right. did she just call Bill the devil? Basically, yes. Something like that. Right. I would, that, I would lap that up. Be. I would lap that up. I, w- I would love that. But you think ultimately, Robert? I mean, not Robert. 
Tom chickens out and comes yeah, back. kinda. It's not sexy. Nope. That's how I am too. I just can't see him when it comes to pen to paper. Him. But is that signing. our problem? Like, that is what? that our myopic view of this? Are we not opening? No. Up to the possibilities enough? Are we not acknowledging? No, I think we have. Because even people that are supposedly very well informed, like Tom Curran, who told yep. me many, many times he's very well informed, went from he's leaving in some, unless something drastic changes. Now all the time I hear him, he sounds like he thinks the most likely scenario is he returns. No. Right. Which So what drastically changed? Well, that that would be switch. my question. That was another, I think Gasper kind of switched too. He was sort of in the camp that he was good as gone. Now he's even coming right. back to. And those most- are people that talk to Thomas' dad. Correct. Um. I just, who knows? No one knows. We'll have Brady probably doesn't know. We'll probably have four. I or told five. you, I really think Brady could change his mind on any given day. Well, that was day. the thing that I brought up. He what? reads another book and puts it down and goes, "Yeah, it's said in that book that I should whatever." Right. Well, I said last night to Mutt that I don't think Brady even knows what he's no, doing. No, I don't really either. It's sort of like remember when uh, Reggie White was like the first ever big free agent signing went to the Packers and he right. said like God told him to or something. Right. I think Brady could have one of those. Probably not God, but like some, some symbol message that he gets. looking at his bird sanctuary. The cardinal pointed west, and he's like, that's a sign. I got to go Los west. Angeles. Chargers, Saints. Well, like, yeah, who knows? Um, so I do think he could do that. But if you made me bet, if I were like DraftKings with the odds, yep. I'd go with the Patriots. Moving on. Okay. Well, have plenty more Brady stuff to come. It's funny. I was sick of talking about it, and we and just I, talked about it for a while. For a while. Passionately. Yes. Uh, Dante Scarnecchia. Sad. This is your guy. Love him. I mean, who doesn't? Love him. Who have you ever heard? Well, that's what I wrote today. Yes. I challenge anyone, whether you're in the town of Rentham, where I think you Rentham or Walpole, one of those. One who, of those. Whether you're in Rentham, Foxborough, Gillette Stadium, Patriots team, NFL media, coaching clinic, media. I dare anyone fan. find somebody who doesn't like Dante Scarnecchia, who has a problem with Dante Scarnecchia, who something bad happened with Dante Scarnecchia down in Rhode Island where he's got his summer home in Narragansett, any of those places. You won't. You right. can't. He's a saint. He is. I mean, that's, that's what you wrote in the column, too, is that he has a unique way of being one of the hardest coaches on, on players. But then they'll come back and say, I'll do anything for this guy. Right. I love him. They, they all love him. Like, I've never even heard a player dislike him. And the things he does to them to, like, work them with going. them, like, push their buttons, right. like, motivate them is unreal. He's this little drill sergeant. and Does not uh, look know, like an offensive line coach. No. No. Not at all. Um, and wasn't like no. throughout his career was a special teams guy, was right. a uh, tight ends coach, did various things. And then for the last two decades has settled into offensive line and by most accounts is among the best that's ever done it. Um, but it, it's a miracle. And I told you, I uh, maybe I haven't told you this. I think I did. But um, when I did that thing a few years ago and went to a uh, trip with him to a college where they were working out um, prospects and... He had, I want to say, three offensive linemen that he was there to see. Yep. Um, Casario was there to see a tight end and a, another couple players, defensive end. There was like probably six players, but Scar's group was three linemen. So he worked them out on the field. He did various things. Then you go inside and you sit while he talks to them and teaches them Technique like a basic protection and a ba- you know what and he's drawing stuff up and right. you know if the will comes, what are we doing? And these kids are having absolute panic attacks the way he is just because if he's fired up, he's um, he's the same. What day is tomorrow? You don't answer within a half a second. He turns to you want to answer it instead for him. Like and the kids are like sweating. I was having an anxiety attack. The, 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 The room, the tension in the room was unbelievable. 
real. And the way he could make these 330-pound, very smart, well-equipped guys, guys just like he, – and he's breaking them down, basically, to right. build them back up. It's it's no different than this black stallion horse. Like, right. it has talent, and I need to get that talent, but right now it's not ready to give me what I need. So he breaks them down and builds – but they all love him. For 20 – whether it's Damian Woody, Mike yep. Compton back in 2001 to so Joe Andruzzi. Even, even uh, Marshall Newhouse today at the Radio Row. Newhouse, Trent Brown. Brown. There is no one who played for him who wouldn't do what – if he said, listen, we need to win this game, I need you to cut your balls off. I think they would all line up and cut their balls off. For him, yes. I, I really do. And we've seen enough. Belichick doesn't have that. There's plenty he of guys he that doesn't leave ha- here. He doesn't have the – Everybody talks positively no, no matter who it is. And right. there's plenty of guys that leave here that don't. I don't even know a guy who's left here who got cut or didn't, you know, work out. That's a, like the Ross Tuckers of the world that had a cup of right. coffee or anybody. I don't know any. Maybe you find that guy from this year, Russ Bodine. Maybe he didn't sure. fit in. Maybe right. there's one. But it's almost unanimous. And I find that unbelievable. I saw a quote today saying uh, and another offensive line coach from another team got a former player from the Patriots and he said, do whatever Scar told you. <laughs> just do whatever he told you to do. And but that's from, just who he is. He is. And he's the nicest guy ever because I learned that when I was in PR in like 2000, 2001. He, well, he was funny because when I left and went over to the paper for Patriots.com, he comes up to me and he goes, well, it was nice knowing you. Going to the dark side, huh? <laughs> so he doesn't love the media, but he loves plenty of people in the media. And yeah. the funny thing is, he's freaking good at it. He's so honest. Now, probably a little too honest for Belichick's but, liking at times. Sure, but like that's what, as a reporter, that's what you want. He had a I don't give up leap to him that, yes. Bill, you need me more than I need. I can right. retire again if you want me to, if you're and mad that I said something. And, but, and let's be honest, like he's talking about offensive linemen. What's, what right. secret does he really give But he'd away? be like... You know, I mean, Marcus never practiced all summer after he had that foot surgery, the right foot. It was the third metatarsal. Right. And no, you're like, basically. what? Yeah, like, I remember this this year we talked to him in Cannon missed practice. And, and he was like, yeah, Marcus went home sick. He should be fine on Sunday. Like, Or even the Newhouse thing, like, I mean, he's, he's doing the best he can. What do you want me to do? Right, right. He's just super just honest. so honest. And I wonder if some of that is why the players like him. There's no BS. True. You're but, not as good as him. We're going to work. And when you get better than him, you'll play. That's kind of a good segue to our next topic. Maybe some. Wait, did we praise Scar enough? We did. I got one more thing though. This okay. is where I have to cut bait. Yeah, I, I have one more I Scar topic too. Don't really think he should be a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Probably not. I mean, I guess if you're well, changing he, he, it and he's like the the new standard, he, he could get in. Is if they do this centennial thing. In like how many more years? Twenty five. Well, it would years. have to be a hundred if it's the centennial thing. Well, no, but centennial. Th- you know what I'm saying? Like special circumstance. Be the bicentennial at that point. Whatever it is, the special. I'm just like, giving you a hard time. Don't spe- get angry. Special occurrence to get more people in. Well, there's also been talk of just broadening it. I told you I was talking to a few of the voters at the owners' meetings. Yeah, after the Gronk stuff, talking about different things and. Special teamers and Slater, Vic Carucci, yep. Balzer, a few of those guys. And there is some talk of changing things to get guys like Tasker and Slater in. Like maybe there'll be a wild card slot every other year or or right. an owner this year. Like different. There might They might do some things differently. And if they do make a assistant coach category, right. he's, he's at the top of the list. He certainly is up there. Now, I don't know enough. Like no, I, I know there's knows. other 30-year right. assistant coaches and different guys, but he would be atop my list because I'm sorry. He's 
really good at his job. He's a really good person, and players love him. He, he's a, and he's a, a lock to be a Patriots Hall of Famer. I don't know when that happens. I was going to say, when does that Oh, no, no, no. I don't know when that happens. When does it happen? Um, what is it? It wouldn't stun me if he was a special um, Next year. addition. If it's a player and Dante Scarnecchia. If right. they went in, if Robert Kraft just said, we're doing this. Because it's only really one per year. It's one per year they've done. Well, because we talked about this when this happened last year, that they're going to run into problems when you have all these players from right. this era eligible at the same time, and some are going to miss out. But you also need some to fill in the lean years later when your team sucks and you don't have candidates. True. But so I, maybe it wouldn't the... stun me if he goes in on his like with a player, like they just make a special situation for right. him. Because um, he's, I mean, I, I think we he's in great shape. It. But he's also 71. Right. And I wouldn't want to see him see it go like 10, 12 years and maybe his health starts to fade and then he right. dies and then goes in. or Like, I would want him to go in. Correct. I'd also want him to tell some stories, but that's a different – I don't I mean, think you'll be getting Can that. you imagine the stories he could tell? The only person with better stories, I think, is Nancy Meyer. But Scar going well, back but, 30 well, behind years – behind the scenes, Belichick has some good stories. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like him. Okay. I don't. I don't know that he's a good story. You don't think he'd have good stories? I bet you Scar has good stories. And yes, of course, Belichick has stories. Well, but Scar would probably, he's only been here twenty years. Scar, Scar's been here. Scar 30. would actually probably tell you everything too. Because right? Yeah, that day they brought. Think of that. F and think of what he Brown. tells you about Marcus Cannon, and you're like, ooh. Imagine if he just opened up the floodgates, and it started with Ron Meyer. And you're like, oh, my God, in this era, that right. era, Dick McPherson, wherever he was, when he left, when he retired, when he didn't, he's lived through everything. Everything. I mean, ownership changes, True. like stadium changes. Lisa Olsen yes. type things on and off the field, good, bad, highs, lows. The man is a legend. Last Scarnecki uh, point. Okay, what do you got? Does it affect Tom Brady at all? Um, I no, think, it doesn't. Oh, I think you could say Ow. 1% it negatively affects it. He got the crap kicked out of him this year, and he trusted the offensive line coach. Now he says, wait a minute. My but, best offensive lineman left, and the coach left. But I think, and we're doing what? But they're also Carmen Brasillo. They're. Hope, I mean, he was a nice guy for a year, but we're turning things over to Carmen. They're hope, but, but you know, the players are the ones that are on the field blocking. So if he looks at it as okay, I probably get David Andrews back next year. Isaiah, Isaiah wins in his second or third year. Like the the offensive line isn't that. bad. We'll see with Andrews. Sure, but like all. So indi- you might not have Andrews, and you might not have Tooney. All indications are that Andrews is coming back. What if Cannon's not back? Why wouldn't he be back? Maybe they decide to go in a different. He wasn't great this year. Maybe they decide to go in a different direction. Johnny Making had, that, six that, million. That reminded me of a take back to Brady. I don't know if I should save it for another podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna save it for another. Okay, podcast. save it, but don't forget it. I won't. Because if I did that, I would never say it ever again. Well, I'm think I was thinking about writing it, but it's not worth writing right now because it's something that can last. But okay. it's, a, it's a developing Brady opinion and the future of the team. Is it one. better than Kessler as the bridge quarterback? Yeah. Okay. Good. Couldn't be much worse, to be fair. It isn't. It's actually not. Um, I think, see, I don't think it's a dramatic thing, but it's a a piece of negativity or it's a piece of just another question he could have. Like, as he's weighing everything, like I said about Ordway. Ordway was poking holes in every other team. Right. Like if, that's another hole I in the Patriots. You're, if Brady's making a list of like pros and cons, right. like that'd be in, not it'd saying be, it'd it's be the one. very bottom, right? Yeah, but it's a it just like Josh coming back. I don't know that he makes a decision one way or the other based on that, but it's a he it thinks about helps. it. He could note it. But I think Scarnett helps if he likes Scarnett, it. Scarnett leaving, I don't think like like well, I heard Christian 
uh, Fourier when he broke the Skarnakia news, yes. which, to be fair, he broke the Skarnakia news. We claim on this station to break a lot of things. He, he actually broke the Skarnakia news. Got credit. Everybody scrambled, those, those and the Patriots credit. put out a release a few hours later. Yes. So Christian Fourier, well done. Yes. But when he broke it, he said he went from... 80% to 90% that Brady's leaving based on this news, a 10% yeah. adjustment, that, that feels strong to me. Very, very strong. Uh, I could see him, like, assessing it, but I don't know that it's, like, that a big of an factor. alteration. Yeah. Uh, so, it's not ideal to him. And pro- we should say, I do think there's a good chance that not Cole Popovich will be replacing um, – Dante Skarniecki. I think there's a better chance, or at least as good a chance, that Carmen Brasillo, who they brought in from Youngstown State, um, and drew rave reviews from some within the organization almost immediately upon his arrival for the job he was doing. Well, to me, it was a sign that uh, Cole Popovich got demoted to assistant running backs coach. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a demotion because that's a demotion. I'll ask Fourier, but Fourier said on the air that running backs is the easiest position to coach. Well, it's certainly a lot easier. Yeah, yes. it is probably the easiest position yes. to coach. Yes. Um, That's what Ivan Fears has done it for so long. Quarterbacks coach would be pretty easy. Well, especially if you With have, Josh if and Tom? Say, especially if Josh. I'll just be back here. You guys tell me if you need me to do anything. Well, if he was, I think Ivan could be gone too, though. I'll ask Fourier if he's got scoopage there. So I think Cole Popovich could be the running backs coach. That's possible. It'd be a little weird if he went assistant running backs coach back to Ola. Like, seems like you groomed him. You saw the writing on the wall and maybe said, that's he's a, the that's running a backs good coach. Point. He's the offensive line coach. We I'm, like this I'm guy and Bo Pelini. Announcement didn't come like in pairings. Like I'm sure that Bill wanted to get an idea of both people's situations. And my my guesses on why this news came out and started to get some traction was people down in Mo- Mobile, Alabama, saw which coaches were with the Patriots. Like we saw, Gerard Mayo was down there. Joshua Daniels was down there. Belichick was down there. And no scar. Steve, Steve Belichick was down there. Yeah, no scar. That's that, that's my take. Okay. That's why. I and think- his contract was running out. He said that in one of his uh, interviews with Karen Garrigan. I think my contract ran out. and I'm done. Oh, he said that. I, mean, I bet they were year to year. I think so. I don't remember reading. I didn't read Karen's piece, but I don't. Well, then that's where it was. You can't prove it wasn't. But I think if it was out there, uh, and Dante loved her more than anybody, which I was actually surprised why she didn't break the story. Maybe she was going to. Some other people were on the case too. Ah, uh, yeah, our buddy. Right. Former guest of this show was on the case. But, hey, you win some, you lose some. Sure do. But I love so, Scar. Ivan Fears, you think he's a potential? We just kind of talked about that. I mean, we that. talked about this all offseason, that there was a really good chance that Dante A lot of Dante people thought he was Fears, gone last, last year. Yeah, he. I mean, he's in much um, worse shape. I don't, I don't want to say, like, he's old. Yes. He has to get to the practice field early to sit and say. rest for a while. I mean, I think he takes breaks throughout the day at various times. It would not stun me. I don't know why you're laughing. He's a nice old man. I no, love him. he's very nice. He's similar to Skarnecki. He says whatever he's on his mind. He's very honest. He's even more honest. That quote he had a couple of years ago about, uh, like, I hooked up to the right horse and I'm going to ride it as long as I can. Right. <laughs> like, he could be one that if Brady leaves, he go. oh, wait, Brady's gone? Who's qu- I'm out. Right. <laughs> I don't right. want to play. Right. Um but I think there is a chance that you end up with Cole Popovich as your running backs coach, not related to Greg, by the way, and um, Carmen Brasillo as your offensive line coach. Does this have a negative impact on next year's team? Like this year's team, this last year the turnover was on defense, and you really didn't see it impact. I say anything. yeah, but you'll never know. Right. We thought I mean, there's the same, a million factors, but we thought the same thing last year with the defense, and it really didn't miss a beat. Right. But your defense was talented. Sure. Is your offense talented? 
Not right now. Okay. So we won't really, or is Brady a year older? Maybe Brady comes back and you add talent and you're still not that good. And we say, well, they had a lot of coaching turnover. Right. Or Maybe is, Brady's 43. Or is, or is Brady gone and then right. everything's up. Or Brady's gone and then you're going to blame like. Carmen Priscillo. Right. Right. If I, yeah. yeah, no. I almost swore again. Ugh, that was really? an F1, too. Wow. Uh, so you're, you're mocking me for wanting to look ahead to the game itself, the Super Bowl. Well, wait, we didn't, we're not done with the coaching. Okay. This is why I have to write rundowns for you. Oh, yes, we forgot about it. Jed Fish, former UCLA interim head coach. He was a former everything. Yeah, he's been around. Ravens, Texans. He's been around a little bit. Um, Rams, but, and with weird titles, too. Uh, this year, he was assistant offensive coordinator. Before that, he was, like, senior a coach, like yes. assistant something. I also don't know if he's been doing the uh, Patriots-Belichick thing, still collecting checks from people That's and titles and all that crap. Uh, he was a visitor at training camp two years ago. Um, my guess, just this is a pure guess, wide receivers well, coach? Well, just think about it. Like That's what the spot that's open. Well, maybe he, he could be senior advisor to Josh but, McDaniels. But the Patriots don't usually do that. Like That's not Belichick's thing to have those titles. Well, they've had some weird ones, but yeah, I, I think he's going to be the wide he's, receivers coach. Right, would make that, sense. That's he's, he's an offensive guy. He's done it before too. Right, he's, he's an, an offensive, receivers and quarterback. Right, so my guess would be that's his job. And I think Troy Brown will have a say in that as well. Assistant wide receivers coach. Probably, Did he, he didn't I, have that title this year, title. right? I bet he'll get the title. Assistant wide receivers coach. Yeah. And maybe it's a sort of a guy that that can help Troy along. And then maybe it's a guy that could become the offensive coordinator when Josh leaves, if Josh ever leaves. Possible. Right? It's He's a veteran mind of or, offensive play. Or if Josh becomes head coach, maybe this guy slides up. Slides into the OC role. There's lots of possibilities there. But, yes, I, I think that all makes sense. And we'll Defensively. Probably, we'll probably get those announcements in March they usually do it. They don't always announce it. Sometimes I, it's the media guide. Yeah, it's, that's and what that's it was like last year. J- late June, July. Right. Could no. be that. You know what it was last year is when the coaches talked. Remember, the, the, they nope. made they made the assistant coaches available, and part of us interview was so. What exactly position are you coaching this year? Oh, that is right. We asked everybody, um, and they were wrong. Right? Who was wrong? Uh, Pellegrino. Pellegrino. Maybe? Yeah. Like we had to ask basically like in a roundabout way, like so. What exactly are you coaching? What is it that you'd say you do here? <laughs> right. Um, that's right. Okay, so that's all the coaching. Now so you have- want to get to the game. Yeah, oh, no, wait. Speaking of coaching. Yes. Before we get to the end, we'll end with the game, and then we'll go into the questions. How long are we going? Was this too long? We got like 15-ish, four minutes. Okay. It's weird, because sometimes I think, oh, yeah, today's will probably be like 20 minutes. We don't have a lot to talk about. And then we bang the hell out of it. These off-season podcasts have done pretty well, I'd say. Uh, I love them. I don't know if anybody's listening. We used to get numbers on these things. We don't really get numbers anymore. <laughs> For all I know, you and I are the only one that are hearing this. Let us know you're listening. Yeah, please, let us know you're listening. And if you like it or hate it or if you hate Ryan, we've talked about that in previous weeks. People still hate him. Sure do. Somehow the other day we posted something under basically a joint byline and <laughs> he takes the heat. <laughs> uh, we actually got some criticism on the air from Mutt last night. Uh, the I don't slide, care what the Mutt thinks. Slideshows, people don't like slideshows. Oh, I hate slideshows, but that's a corporate decision. That's what I said. It's, it's, it's not got nothing us. to do with me. It's on us. I think slideshows suck. I think our podcast should be on Spotify. I think our website should be available in Europe. Those are all corporate decisions weighed, made way above my pay grade. Right. The thing, we're not, we didn't go to anyone saying we need yeah. to do a slideshow. You know show. how Brady says he's employee number 12? We are actually are. Brady could go to Robert and ask for anything he wanted. We can't do I that. can't go to David Field and say, we really should be in Europe. You know, there's a lot of Patriots fans over there. Right. I know no other site in the station's uh, portfolio really needs to care but about ours it. Does. But ours does. So you should make a $2 million decision based on our website. Right. We can't do that. We can't do that. 
So we just skate our lane and do our job. If we're so, told to do slideshows, we do slideshows. Right. Boss man wants slideshows, we do slideshows. Boss man wants podcasts, we do podcasts. Right? Right. Okay. What else um, got? Mike Pennell. Oh, yes. Pennell? Pennell. I never learned it. He wasn't here long enough to learn Pennell. it. Pennell. Uh, surmising his quotes that you blogged, didn't really like Brett Bielema. Well, you can infer it was Bielema. He said that he didn't, he didn't feel like he was... The Patriots weren't transparent with him when they released him after the third preseason. Well, that's a common argument of Belichick. He's rarely transparent. Right. That goes back to Ted Johnson 20 years ago, right. bitching and walking out when his name's not in the game plan and things of that nature. That's a Bill move. That's a, you know, talk about coaches, expiring contracts. Bill doesn't let anybody know anything that's going on. Right. I don't know why that's his. And that's, God forbid you criticize it because he's got all these Super Bowls. But Bowls. it's weird, though, because you hear some people, they say Bill's very honest with you. Like, is he? Well, I think he's honest with you in what he wants to be honest about. Yes. I think that's a fair way to put it. And he is direct. What he wants you to do, get to the end, blah, blah, blah. But none of sort of the side stuff. Like like, the depth chart, like where you compared to rookie or where are you, you know. Where do they see you come the season? Right. He's not big to look ahead. He's probably like. Or anything. Even like I think coaches and like this is what I want you to go. Go do it. Right. Well, for how long or, you know, if I do this, is there a chance? Right. I said go do it. Right. <laughs> We're done here. Right. So when Pinnell during training camp is like, you know, why was I getting 13, 13 reps? Right. He's like, just go out and do your best. Right. Like, we'll worry about that later. Right. And it just doesn't work with some people. And right. It didn't, didn't work for him. Right. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Like. Bill has those people. Now, maybe Brett Bielema, because Brett Bielema clearly had an obvious issue with uh, Michael Bennett. Well, wait. If you read, talk to Bennett at Radio Road today, he said that he had, that Bielema was fine. It was great. Like He just said some people you just don't mesh with. So who did he get into a fight He said with? he had no problem with Brett Bielema. I think, honestly, maybe, maybe it was a Belichick thing. I didn't read that or hear that or see no, that. He he basically he was he, he was asked multiple he was asked multiple times about people trying to get him to talk. Shit Can about I the tell Patriots. you something? I just want you. Sorry. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't believe a word that comes out of a Bennett brother, brother's mouth. Neither do I. Okay. So what? You think he was just putting on? No, like I don't that. know where the lie and the truth is. You're right. He could have been lying then and truthful now. Lying right. now, truthful then. Who knows where the truth is? But I think they're both full of crap. I would agree. My interactions with them, I don't believe them. I think a lot of players felt that. I remember players yelling, like, oh, jokingly yeah. about, oh, he's talking again. What's he saying? Now? Like A lot of the defensive players did not like Martellus Bennett. Yeah. I didn't like Martellus Bennett. Oh, great. You got a NASA hat on. Great. You're so cool. You didn't like that. Oh, you draw. What did, what did everybody, oh, the imagination What did agency. everybody call it? Thursday of Marty? No, I didn't. I hated Marty. He just filled out your notebook with quotes. Yeah, I was, yeah. You no, didn't like No, him? thanks. Oh, I wasn't really. He likes bacon, too. Great. He likes bacon. I, I don't give a rat's really, ass. I wasn't really a huge fan. No, I thought he was a dink. So, yeah, um, but defensive line. Beal him up, potentially, because now... Mike Pinnell's coach in Kansas City is former Patriots defensive line coach right. Brendan Daly, who's in his fourth Super Bowl, which is a pretty cool little story in and of itself. About that today too. Uh, apparently, didn't really want to leave New England, and his contract kind of well, his contract was up, and I don't think he had a choice. Right. So I, I think Bill kind of had in mind that Bielma was going to get promoted. Well, now who's your D line coach? Uh, that's a good question. Sorry, somebody from within, probably promotion. Who? You're running out. Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> I know, I used that last week. We're not doing Joe Kim Noah. Okay, you want to get to the Super Bowl now? I think you've, um, do you buy that, did we talk about 11 teams interested in Brady? No. Why are you rolling your eyes over that? Because I don't believe it. Well, it was reported by our station. Kind of a team player are you? A lot of things. Start calling you Sean Springs. A lot of things have been reported by our station. Fourier nailed the hell out of Skarnickia. 
did. Then he also reported in two hours later that eight teams are interested in Brady. Like, and what does that even mean? That's what my thing is. Nobody knows who's interested. Who's they also not. used the deceptive actual advertising words of up to right. maybe. So, you know, stores say you may save up to 75% off. You may save nothing. Like, they leave the language, so you walk in the door, and there's one thing for sale for 75% off. Right. Everything else is still full price. Well, we didn't lie. Let's, play, let's play that game. Misleading. You want to play that game? Okay. Who could be interested in Tom Brady? Well, first thing I was wondering is the 11. Does that include the Patriots or not include the Patriots? Is uh, it really 12? Let's say it includes the Patriots. Okay, so 10 other teams. Yeah. Chargers. Sure. So we got two right now. Patriots, Chargers. Because Fourier already reported the Chargers are interested. Yeah. Raiders. Raiders, sure. Teddy Bruschi, I, I don't really get the hate for the Chargers from a lot of people and love for the Raiders. Yeah, I would agree. I don't really understand. Like, I know Gruden, offensive mind, but, like, there's a lot of people that dismiss the Chargers. Terrible franchise, they're this, they're right. that. And then the Raiders are some great franchise. Right. They have a good offensive line and a good running back. And do you think Tom Brady wants to go there and hand the ball off? Like, right. He probably wants to be the guy. So I don't really, but okay, Raiders, Chargers, Patriots. Yeah, four. Dolphins. Dolphins. Five. Uh, Colts. Yep, six. Buccaneers. Uh, that doesn't really make sense okay. to me, but. That's fine. I don't want to play the role of Ordway here, but that one doesn't really That's make fine. sense to me. And isn't that where Philip Rivers is going? Supposedly. Moved, um, moved to Florida. All right, so oh, we're, we're at we, six. Dallas. Dallas, all right, seven. Our own former sideline BC host. Oh, Scott Mutrin. Mutrin yes. reported that on some podcast. Yep. I believe it was Jerry Callahan's podcast. Yep. I don't listen, Good but get. I saw it in their tweet. Um, well, he's a regular co-host on there. I think he does one day a week, just like Reamer does one day a week. So that's regular. Okay. It's sure. a rotation. One sure. day a week is regular. Sure. All right, so seven. Um, but then you had, like, if you're going to go off of what Dale reported, say. Washington and Washington the two New York teams. Washington and the two New York teams, so that's ten. I, I'm sorry. You can sell me on Washington. I think Dwayne Haskins has been a nightmare for them, and they could look at that quote from Brady or whatever, uh, I mean, the report that he wants to mentor somebody. He would be the perfect mentor sure, for Dwayne Haskins. For One-year player at Ohio State, right. great year. Um, I can't really buy the New York teams. Neither can I. Certainly not the Giants. No, the, I could definitely— The GM who drafted Daniel Jones is still there. And do you think Joe Judge wants to create this bleep storm in New York? I hope like, not. He should learn from Josh McDaniels. Right. It did not and, go well. Well, and the other thing, too, is Daniel Jones was a decent Played pretty well. Right. Not against you, but, but he, he had no weapons. Promise, like, I also—we uh, didn't mention this. If I'm Tom Brady, I'd be pissed right now unless I wanted this out there. What? This information. Oh, eight oh, teams, the- 11 teams, whispers, contact, this— it's so utterly disrespectful to other football players. Yes. Like Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, yes. Sam Darnold, uh, Derek Carr, all these guys. Like, this isn't Brady's world that everybody well, else has so to live the, in. So the, Dan- the Carr thing in Vegas, like, Brady kind of put that on himself, talking to Davis the fight. Wait, so he's not allowed to talk to somebody? Make it in a private setting. Don't do it at the. If you're go walking down an aisle but and you're this, like, but this was at the in the arena, right? You know you're on camera, but you, you can't know. talk to somebody. Well, if it was maybe just a handshake saying hello, like but this is the, a report. The rumors that they talked for twenty minutes, this and that. They had know. a chat. See, I don't blame him necessarily for that, but these are people supposedly in his, the only way anyone could possibly know that eleven teams have backdoor, back channel contact. Don Brady and Tom Brady is. Don Yee, Tom Brady, some inner circle of Tom Brady, correct? Yes. I'd be pissed. I would be too. Unless I don't care. 
But I would care. I think he does Because I think it's utterly disrespectful. I think he would agree with I mean, that. I mean, this is – you're like undercutting careers, lives. You're creating chaos and uncertainty. I would think this is a, different than everything Tom Brady should stand for. I don't know if he does, but I would be – I'm either disappointed in Tom Brady or if I'm Tom Brady, do I'm you, pissed do off. Do you think Tom Brady's putting this out there? Uh, I have no idea anymore. I don't. I don't really, but control your effing entourage. How do we know it's his Bill entourage? Belichick controls everything in New England, right? He controls he's his proven, entourage too, yes. He's proven he can control those around him, whether they're players, coaches, whatever, right? Yes. Tom Brady, control your people. Control your agents. Control your whisperers. Well, I mean, he can't control your dad. I was going to say, he can't even control his own dad. But he should this time. Or at least he should be undressing He kind him. of has, I guess. Like, we haven't really had much. Not a ton, right. But I would be upset if I'm Tom Brady. I think this is a bad look for him. That these types of reports are out there, assuming too. that they're legitimate. Well, I, I don't, I don't think that Brady is talking to Jason Lock on four and saying all this. Stuff. No, but if anyone is whispering, eleven teams have already contacted. That, no, but also we, we talked about this off there this morning. Like this is Tom Brady. This is the biggest free agent in the history of the NFL. You don't think if somebody got wind that a team's been backchanneling, the Patriots wouldn't alert the league for tampering oh, the charges? Biggest tampering case in the history of tampering cases. Right. So remember that, the Jets. Um, Pissing contest with the Patriots, D- Darrell Revis, a few years ago. The one I'm thinking of is San Antonio Holmes with the Chiefs because they lost the draft pick. No, I know, but I'm saying Jet, like Patriots, oh, Patriots, oh, oh, Texans, yes, Patriots. Yes. Like the Patriots would pounce. Right. And they should. Certainly. Oh, not only because it's bad business. If I can steal a third-round pick out of sure. some – I already lost Tom Brady probably, but if I can steal a third-round pick, get something out of that's it, why, sure. That's why I find a hard time believing these reports because – you're not supposed to talk to people, and why would you break the rule over this? I don't know. I don't know either. Back channels. I, I believe that there are teams that have probably reached out to Brady well, to express let's, interest. Let's, all, let's or... also say this. You know from going to the combine every year, the agents talk there. My chair just broke. I heard that. Um, Sorry. Agents talk talk at the combine. Like, like that's kind of what I could see. Yeah, but like, it happens before then. You don't think there's agents at the Pro Bowl? I mean, at the Senior Bowl? Sure. In the Pro Bowl. In any other bowl. In but, any other setting. Okay. So you could. They also see. I would think they're not dumb enough to do it in any official capacity of right. like a text or an email or anything that could be right. traced. Right. So these are verbal. Oh, I saw you at breakfast at the Senior Bowl. Um, right. You uh, you, you Brady really available? Right. Right. So I I I don't think it's crazy. Okay. To think that there's some knowledge now, whether it's eleven teams and whether Dale has the right teams and they're all of that. I don't know about the details. But it would almost stun me if Don Yee at this point doesn't have some barometer of interest. Yeah, but you could also— Because you know how this has ebbed and flowed. Eight months ago, it was, if Brady hits the market, there'll be 26 teams that want him. And then at some point throughout the course of the year, people were like, like is anybody going to want Brady? There are going to be three teams. Now we're back to where it probably should have been all along, like a decent number. Yeah. Like what he can do, what he still has left, what you have at quarterback, all those. But there's also the interesting dominoes. That we can get into another podcast, but the whole time-wise, the oh, end yeah. of February, that's the Titans will either have to franchise or sign or whatever Ryan Tannehill. So then you can cross one. Right, we, we mentioned the Titans in that list. So there's eleven teams. Drew Brees, his status could come more into clarity in the yep. next month, which would predate free agency and tampering even, and all that. Even Rivers, if because didn't Rappaport say that the Chargers haven't made up their mind on Rivers and they could franchise him? Yeah, that would stun me. But I'm just saying, like, because I think he'd retire. But let's just say that. Let's just just 
played out. The Chargers franchise Rivers. They cross off that as a list. Right. Like, so Titans franchise Tannehill. Tannehill. Drew Brees resigns with the Saints. Right. So that there's some dominoes to play out before then. Taysom Hill. Is it me or has he become grossly overrated? Uh, tremendous. Franchise quarterback? Yeah, who's, who said that? I, I don't know. It. Somebody reported no, that the Saints I, I believe I that. Who said that? I don't know. Oh, Probably yeah. Rap You sheet. know what that list? Glazer. Glazer said that in the same interview um, that he did with Colin Coward about Rivers. It's more valuable if it comes from Glazer. But How do you say his name? Jay Glazer. Glazer. How do you say it? I, I struggle with Glazer. It's a Z. Glazer. I know. Okay. You don't have to be douchey. <laughs> Oh, I have issues with speech too. <laughs> I can't. I think I usually say Glazier. Because down enough. by me, I know. I think it's spelled with like an S something something. A I S or something. But a, a person who does glass is a Glazier, and there's yeah. a family-owned business down by me that it's the Glazier family. Okay. Glazier by name, Glazier by trade. That's their slogan. I think that sticks in my head. Um, we're running out of time, so we're not going to get to our questions. But Jesus, we're running out of time. We didn't even address Kobe, by the way. I mean, he did meet with the Patriots a couple of years ago. Every player yeah, sent out their true. photos. Obviously, everybody knows Kobe Bryant, former Laker legend, died in a uh, helicopter crash uh, this week. And he was in New England two years ago? 2018. May of 2018. OTAs. Two, yeah. And a lot of people talked about meeting him. The photos, you saw some of that on social media. And Bill, it's obviously Bill one of the... put out a statement. Right. Um, Jordan Matthews at the Super Bowl actually had... Did you see this? He had a, no. he had a long... Um, quote about what the speech meant to him and like how Kobe sort of talked about like his evolution of his career. Now he wanted to be the greatest dad in history. And it was he, Matthew said it was one of those speeches that like you remember forever. Yeah. I, um, I've never been a huge Kobe fan and like it sort of hit home with me just cause he was with his daughter and the youth, the oh, whole, yeah. like it made me literally made me think I'm not, I obviously don't have a helicopter, but no, it's, but it'd be you know how many times I've had you. my son right. and two teammates in right. a car going to a game and to a practice. That's essentially what it was. Like, if just, the car rolls over and we all die, it's the same thing. That's essentially what it was. And that's that really hit lifestyle. home with me. And I, like, I'm trying to think, is that team ever going to play again? I got to think, no, they lost their coach and three players in this tragedy. Right. The team is probably done. The kids are toast. Right. So like it, it sort of hit home with me uh, on that level, you know, son, same age, that type of thing. Um, but I'm sorry. Like, Everybody is unanimous in Kobe's ability to reach people, ability to connect with people yeah. as a motivator, but also as just a guy just talking a guy to, to talk kids, to. meeting right. with kids. You know, Jimmy Kimmel told a great story about he and Kobe met when Kobe was 17. First year with the Lakers and Jimmy Kimmel was Whatever. 21 or something, a new comedian. They met at a party. They went on a beer run because the house party ran out of beer. And um, he's crying. He's telling this on his show. And. Basically, they went to some place that was only a delivery service, yep. and they wouldn't let him in. And Kobe put his ID up and said, "I play for the Lakers." And the guy gave him five cases of beer, and they like became friends. Yep. And you know, as they grew, they talked about parenting and all the. But they would always joke like, "Hey, you want to go on a beer run later?" Like, he touched a ridiculous That's what I was amount say. of people he, for a superstar. He touched a lot of people, Unreal. and like the the Lakers organization had grief cultures in for like their whole organization because yeah, he, he had become friendly with all the front office with the sales with marketing right. everything so like the the mark he left on people is legendary it's it's and i didn't know that like i didn't know that until now like i you knew he was a great player you knew the motivation the drive all of that but the mark he left on individual people right on to people he met on planes or like he saw a kid on a plane and told blah 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 it was blah. from nobody's to superstars right themselves. to presidents to to whatever so remarkable too bad bad untimely segue well i 
I felt like up. we should bring it up. Sorry. Before we go. Super Bowl preview. Who are you rooting for? Uh, what? Let's get to our picks. Jimmy. I'm taking Jimmy. You're taking the 49ers. I'm taking huh? Jimmy. I think Why? they're the better all-around team. Defense, offense, weapons. I know, God forbid, people don't think the Chris Gaspers of the world don't think that Jimmy can throw. Oh, see, I, I think... can't effing wait for Jimmy to come out and throw. And please, Jimmy, don't throw to the wrong team. Throw it to your team. Use your weapons and prove to everybody that you're not just the little game manager that the Chris Gaspers of the world want to paint you to be. I believe that, but I think that the Chiefs are better. And I'm marrying it with one other thing. The Patrick Mahomes... Chiefs slow starts big games is a thing it's a thing it's a definite thing and until they prove to me it's not a thing I'm going with the better well-rounded team you know what else is a thing what else Andy Reid I'm rooting for him a little bit because I like Andy Reid I want him to be a Hall of Fame coach he's a little bit of a thing too like I don't know if the slow starts are him I don't know if the but Kyle Shanahan is one thing and I liked his answer the other night. Did you see his answer the other night with the with, with Dion? Was it with Dion? Yeah, it was with Dion. I think, and about basically like, yeah, I was in that, and the next day I woke up and right. I moved on, and I went about my like. You can't be afraid to fail. You do what you think is right. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's wrong. Bill Belichick, fourth and two, he went for it, right? Yes. And he woke up the next day, and, and he's had a lot of success and since. Lived with it, and moved on. Those are the type of people that succeed. I'm going with the 49ers. I'm going 49ers. 31, Chiefs 27. So it's a good game. I hope so. I hope so. That's the one thing we've talked about. When the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, you know you're going to get a good game. Well, there, a close, tight a game. A close, tight game. Last year, I won't say it was a good well, game. it comes down to the end. Right. I'm a little bit worried that the 49ers are going to blow the Chiefs out. Just roll. The get out to that The 49ers will blow them Chiefs out? Chiefs slow start. How? 49ers big plays. That. Run the ball down their throat. Control the game. They won't allow it to happen. I don't think so either. So 31-27. I like the Chiefs. Furious just, comeback. Just look at talent. Oh, talent. They're, you can go down the can list. Can they stop the run? Yes. They, oh, they, they can? They beat Derrick Henry. Yeah, we'll see. Can right. they do it two weeks in a row? Yes, they we'll can. We'll see. Chris well, Jones is Three great, weeks in a row. He gets an extra time to rest up. Remember Mike when Pinnell. his dong fell out at the combine? Yes. <laughs> Should we end on dong? <laughs> I just, I like them. Mahomes is going to make plays. They have too many weapons on offense. They're too fast. Uh, yeah, Chiefs 27, 49ers 20. I don't like it. Sorry. I'll, I'll be happy either way, though, because I do like Mahomes. I'm, I'm all for Mahomes getting a title and sort of— He's going to get one Grabbing anyway. the torch and running with it. Because and... it is his league now. Um, Yeah, unless Jimmy wins. Then it could be Jimmy's league. I don't know about Jimmy's that. Jimmy's still pretty young, and Jimmy—did you hear the other night? No- People love Jimmy. How can't you? He's another one. How no, can't... but also the women love him because he's smoking, and then the men love him because he's kind of cool and he's pretty good and he's pretty nice. But the other night when they were announcing him, I think it was when they did the meshing yep. of the melding. Yep. Like his ovation was – it was like Brady. Like the at the UFC thing, it was, yep. oh, look, who's Kevin Hart? Right, it's this right. guy. Rah, Brady, they cheer. Right. Jimmy got, got a big ovation. Thing. I like Jimmy. How can you not? Okay. All right. We'll uh, talk to you next Jeez, week I show you after the Super Bowl. <laughs> We'll break that down. Free agency talk. I'm sure we'll have more Brady talk. There'll be all these things, houses he's bought, cars he's sold. Everything that Brady does is a a newsworthy thing. And everybody in the world cares except one person. Who? Wes Welker. (laughs) That's true. Doesn't really care where Brady plays next year. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Peace out.